0: brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from howstuffworks.com.
1: Ho 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 and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm Josh Clark. With me as always is Charles W. Chuck I Heart Christmas Time Bryant. Oh ho. Oh, oh. Yours is way better than mine. Mine sounded like a uh, an Irish priest
0: yeah a leprechaun oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah terrible hey, top of Chuck, the morning to you how's it going <laughs> great happy easter yeah this should be coming out uh right at christmas
1: yeah well we're, we're so. gonna we're gonna plan for that it's so uh christmas if it is fun. to all of you listening out there in podcast land uh we hope you're having a great holiday season
0: yeah yeah hope and uh, safe and well and with family and and uh we wish you all a a merry christmas and hanukkah and uh kwanzaa and whatever you choose to celebrate yeah tet what's that
1: i think that's a buddhist new year maybe. Oh, okay um there's all sorts of stuff going on this time of year yeah big time yeah but we chose to talk about christmas uh, chuck was brought uh baptist i was raised catholic mm-hmm. uh it's what we know and it's a pretty interesting <laughs> story too and if you're jewish and you hate christmas you're gonna stick around because you're gonna love this one
0: right yeah and you know what next year we'll do one on uh, hanukkah okay Deal. Yeah, I we're actually know a,
1: a significant amount about Hanukkah. Well,
0: let's do it next year, then 2010. Okay. All right. Book it. And we'll eventually do Kwanzaa, too? Yeah, we'll do that in 2011, maybe. Or maybe we'll do both We'll do, we'll both do it like a year. holiday extravaganza. Buddy, if, if we're still around in 2011, then we're either doing something right or something wrong. Okay. I haven't decided which. Uh, okay. All right, Josh. Christmas. Is that what we're calling it? Nah, this? Christmas.
1: Okay, so Chuck, have you ever engaged in um, Christmas...
0: Yes, yeah. Josh, once a year. I've engaged in 38 of them.
1: Wow, that's pretty nice. Thank you. That was my intro. All right. Let's, let's talk about this, man. It's so ubiquitous. There's um, people who are usually drunk, dressed up as Santa Claus, ringing bells, asking for donations. Sure. There's little kids charming. like screeching in the middle of aisles uh, in toy stores. I pointing want, at I stuff. Want. There are um, parents mine. like elbowing one another in the face to get to that last one. That's leg. mine. Exactly. Give me that beanie, baby. And then there's people who are um, punching Walmart greeters in the stomach for saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's the most contentious time <laughs> of the year. Do you know where
0: I am? Where? I'm at home, and I am shopping online. Dude, it is the way to go. Never again. And you know what? We go to Ohio. I just had the gifts shipped straight to awesome. uh, my in-laws' house. Very smart. No must, no fuss. Yeah,
1: as, as long as you order early enough to make sure you're not spending the last week biting your nails, yeah, hoping sure. they arrive in time. Tracking but packages. I can tell you... um by experience, that people are very forgiving if their gifts aren't there. All yeah. you do is you get a little card, you write it inside, like, you're getting this, or you print out a picture of it. Right, right. It's like, it's coming, I promise. And, and a, and a like, coupon fine.
0: for a free back rub.
1: I did do coupons once. That's, uh, one so year, lame. I was so broke. <laughs> I, I had a friend take a picture of me, uh-huh. standing there with my pockets turned out, <laughs> and me going like, eh. This last year? And it's like, no, it wasn't last okay. year. It was like five years ago. And um, that was that. Like everybody kept it. No one turned it in. They just liked their sure tickets so that's much. That's sweet.
0: I made birdhouses one year when I was broke. Yeah, that's in college. awesome.
1: They were good too. Sure, I will bet they're nice. All right, so uh, let's talk about Christmas. How did
0: this How did this jam get started? Well, Josh, the roots of Christmas are varied, to say the least. You cannot riotously right. varied. You cannot point to one single thing and say Christmas was born out of this. Jesus' birthday on December 25th. You can't even point to the aspects of Christmas
1: and say that each one is born out of this. No, you can't. Basically, Christmas is a bunch of different
0: groups uh-huh. that are from antiquity uh-huh. uh, brought together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like uh, most of these early um, versions of Christmas, I guess if you even want to call it that, were uh, festivals that marked the winter solstice. Right. In Europe, mainly. Uh, and... Um, Rome yeah true Rome had a big one called Saturnalia uh German pagans uh-huh. they honored uh, Odin, who was a a god uh-huh. who flew over settlements at night, blessing Sound some familiar? houses and cursing others uh-huh. sounds like coal and switches or treats to me uh-huh so that was uh, a a pagan god, yeah in Norse Germany. yeah
1: Germanic yep um and then also you have the druids who like to contribute um Things like garland and holly uh-huh. to the whole mix, kissing under the mistletoe, sure. actually is apparently a um, euphemism for some of the sexual practices that went on during the druidic winter solstice festivals. People probably didn't think they were going to hear those words in the Christmas
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's true, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Christmas was rife with sexuality, and one could
0: even say perversion Drinking early on. on. And, and just crazy parties in, in some cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about Rome? That's, yeah, the Druids were big into it, too, apparently, or the Celts. Oh, right. Yeah. But in Rome, they celebrated the, uh pretty raucous festival called the Saturnalia from uh, December 17th to 24th. Is that not how you pronounce it? No, it is. Okay. <laughs> thought you were going to correct me. Huh. And that honors uh, Saturn, the god of agriculture. And they had a big carnival, and they feasted and gambled and uh, gave gifts and carols, and got drunk. Wasted yeah. for days. This is Rome. Yeah. No, um, one, no one partied like they did.
1: They also apparently love to stuff um, Jews with food until they were like so full that they could barely move and then make them race each other naked through the streets for everyone else's enjoyment. So there's Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, th- these are the roots of it. And then, of course, um, you have Christianity, which effectively took it over in the 4th century A.D.
0: Yeah, they say we need our own... Uh, holiday to rival all these winter solstice shenanigans.
1: Right, the fourth, uh, the fourth century A.D. really, and we or C.E. depending on who you are. Sure. Um, really kind of changed things. This is when Christianity stepped it up a bit. That's when yeah. Saint Augustine was supposedly issuing all these proclamations. Oh uh, yeah. Um, basically the church just made some moves and it it worked.
0: Yep. And but, they they chose December twenty fifth as uh-huh. the day of the feast of the Nativity is what it was originally called.
1: And since they said, hey, pagans, you come over to our religion. We've got something over here. Uh-huh. Uh, it celebrates the birth of our Savior and all that. But you can still throw down. Right. We're just gonna, this is going to be the last date, much like um, Fat to- Ash Wednesday. Right, right, right. Fat Tuesday, to- Mardi Gras leads up to Ash Wednesday, and the party stops on Ash Wednesday, but they go crazy ahead right. of time. Very much the same thing. And it continued like this for many, many centuries.
0: Yeah, and, and initially it wasn't... Um It still wasn't the big daddy. I mean, Easter and Good Friday still ruled. Sure. And the feast of the nativity was kind of the lesser of the three. Right. And, um, the Puritans had some problems with this, though. They, they did. Pretty much any,
1: any group that was very doer about, um, about religion and were Christians, uh, outlawed or banned Christmas festivities because Oliver Cromwell banned it. Yeah, he did when he he stopped Christmas in
0: 1645. Yep. And uh the Puritans in New England outlawed it uh what from sixteen fifty nine to sixteen eighty one in Boston. Yeah.
1: No Christmas. None. And actually Cromwell um had soldiers patrolling the streets to make sure there was no revelry whatsoever and were were told to arrest anybody they found celebrating Christmas. Yeah. When he outlawed it. Um and still today, uh Jehovah's Witnesses, Christians, uh-huh. Christian sect, um, don't celebrate christmas because they clearly see it as or they see it as a clearly pagan holiday and that all of these roots have have all these pagan roots have come together
0: and just got a christian stamp of approval but it ain't it's really just pagan right yeah so uh let's move forward a little bit in our in our time machine to the 18th and 19th century this is when things start to calm down a little bit okay and it becomes a little bit more like the christmas we know and love uh including uh 1846 when Queen Victoria's uh, German husband, Albert, Prince Albert, he introduced a Christmas tree to the castle, and they um, essentially got their picture made in front of it. It was an engraving at the time, of course. They
1: they had to stand there for four
0: weeks. Yeah, but it was their children and them in front of the tree, and that's kind of may have been the first Christmas card. Uh Uh-huh. Like we do today. That's nice. Do you send Christmas cards? Uh, No. I don't either. I'm such a slacker. I've never sent Christmas cards. Yeah. So don't be offended, friends who listen, none of my friends listen to this, but when I don't (laughs) send Christmas cards, I just don't do it. I haven't done it. I'll I'll do that one day. Um, Okay, so Chuck, let's talk about gift giving. Okay. In
1: 2007, Consumer Reports said that uh, they issued an article in November of 2007 Mm -hmm. that said 12 million Americans were still paying off Christmas from the year prior, almost a year later. 12 million Americans were still making payments on their credit card gifts. So in, in addition
0: payments. to hearing, is that Santa's sleigh and jingle bells I hear, Josh? I, Flying I, overhead? I think you're hallucinating. Is, am I? I don't hear anything. In addition to that, do you know what I hear? What? It's the sound of credit card machines. <laughs> being Well, yeah, that's old. But yeah, the swipe of the credit card. <laughs> Beep. Over and over. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I hear. Yeah. It, um, it is decidedly commercial now.
1: And one of the reasons why people are still paying it off is... Um, we spend an ass load of money on Christmas presents and decorations. Eight billion dollars on lights alone. Nuts. Listen to this, dude. In 1998, the National Retail Federation, which uh, likes to come out with their annual forecast of how much Americans are going to spend on holiday gifts and just anything that has to do with the holidays, they forecasted 173 billion in 1998. Wow. This is, this was the height of the dot com bubble. Yeah, friend. yeah. Everybody was rich back then. That's true. Everybody. I, I wasn't. Everybody. You weren't rich either. Shut up. <laughs> uh, 2009, this year, uh huh. The National Retail Federation projects that we will spend $437.6 billion. Wow. In a recession. That's nuts. Yeah. I don't drop
0: that much on Christmas. We're going to spend half a trillion dollars on Christmas in a recession. I know. That's a bad year. I know. And you know what? I think they've said that during recessions even, sometimes you go out of your way to make Christmas special because you've pinched all year long. So that might have something to do with it. You've done what? Because you've pinched your pennies Uh, all year long. Pinched (laughs) all year long. (laughs) Yes. I didn't hear that correctly. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But gift giving, Josh. What is this? Where did it come from? Well, like I said, a lot of these uh, pagan rituals, they gave gifts, but... Uh, Yeah, almost all of them did, strangely enough. But the roots are generally traced to um, the Bible and Jesus being born and the three kings, Mm -hmm. uh, the magi that traveled to Bethlehem with their three gifts of uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Right, and actually um, Eastern Orthodox uh, Christians
1: tend to celebrate Three Kings Day on January 6th. Which is the day they think that the uh, Magi arrived with their gifts? Yeah, okay. Cause it took them a while. Sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's riding mules back then, man. It took forever. So uh, things kind of progressed like this for a while, and then in 1820, do you know what first appeared, Josh? Stores began uh, placing Christmas-themed ads in newspapers and magazines. Yeah, and for even, the first time, even before then, though
1: um, Macy's. Stayed open, I think, for the first time until midnight on Christmas Eve in 1867. Yeah, that was after that, but yeah. I thought you said 1920. 1820. Oh, 18. I'm sorry. That's I'm right. I'm losing my mind here.
0: <laughs> but yeah, in 1867, they, they stayed open for those last-minute Christmas shoppers.
1: Yeah. So by the, by, 1867,
0: it was already a frenzy. Yep. Should we talk about Boxing Day real quick? Sure. Just cover that yeah. t- for all the uh, Brits out there. Let's get the sidebar out of the if way. If you're in uh, England, Australia, Canada, or New Zealand... Uh, Christmas does not end on the twenty fifth. No, it, it continues on to the twenty sixth. Yeah, called Boxing, Boxing day. day. So, what what is that, Josh?
1: Uh, well, apparently, it grew out of a tradition uh, where servants who had to work on Christmas uh-huh. all day, serving the rich families sure. of New England or New Zealand, Australia, and uh, Great Britain and Canada, um, they were given the next day off, the twenty sixth. They have their own Christmas their own servant version of christmas yeah and apparently that was taken over by the rich fat cats as well right (laughs) so there's a boxing day and christmas i take it yeah in in those countries that's the way i understand it wow chuck josh let's keep going on with this origin stuff this stuff is very interesting it is can can we talk about saint nick for a second yeah so you know there really was a saint nick right i do now (laughs) yes you do (laughs) school me uh, he was actually canonized in the, I think, 19th century, but he was born in uh, 270 CE in Turkey. Uh, he was a Mediterranean dude. Really? Uh-huh. Turkish, was he? He was Turkish, and I think he died in uh, 340 CE, okay. so he was old. Right. Um, he... Was worshipped by a group of sailors who formed a a cult around him, the St. Nicholas cult, or the Nicholas cult before he was canonized. A group of sailors? A group of sailors just idolized this guy, like literally. Right. So these sailors actually, I guess, sailed to Turkey and said, We're going to take St. Nick's bones. They're being kept in a shrine in Turkey. Bring his bones out. Exactly. Okay. Or they they went in and got them themselves, one of the two. Right. Uh, And then they take it back to, uh, they take the bones back to Italy. And uh, place them in a shrine. And when they do so, they displace this pagan idol known as the Grandmother. Right. Capital T, capital G. Mm-hmm. The Grandmother uh, had a reputation for placing um, gifts in children's stockings. Oh. Uh-huh. That's so sweet. Saint Nick, who was, who was a real person. Yeah. Was a Christian uh, martyr, I believe. Okay. Takes over this lady's shrine. Gotcha. And the association with gifts... And him giving gifts and even gifts in stockings, her her reputation goes to him. Wow! So it originally started with a woman. Uh huh. In 1087, wow. That's when the sailors went. We're not done yet, here, okay. my friend. This Santa good. Claus has a very long and circuitous route, but it's amazing how it all comes together. I'm roasting chestnuts, by the way, while I'm listening to this. So, so because the and the the Nicholas cult gave each other gifts, uh-huh. right? Um, and since they gave, they were known for giving gifts. They were one of the more popular cults around. So when they spread north, uh-huh. people were like, "Hey, you're kind of cool. Let's hang out." And um, they they converted. <laughs> they were a very powerful cult, right? Uh, and when they moved into Germany or the Germanic areas. Uh, Odin, remember you mentioned him earlier? Yeah, yeah. Long white beard, flew over houses, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Claus, as we know it today, is the collision of Odin and St. Nick. Wow. And the grandmother, technically.
0: I knew it had something to do with Germany. Right. I remember hearing that
1: once. So, Santa Claus was, um, I think a Dutch word for this conception. Uh Uh-huh. But it wasn't until 1809 that Washington Irving wrote a satire of Dutch culture. Right. And said, um... He used the name Santa Claus, the Dutch name, which introduced the name to the English. A few decades after that, a guy named Thomas Nast, an illustrator, starts uh-huh. drawing his conception of Santa Claus, adds the the uh, North Pole, the elves, the workshop, sure. all that stuff. And then finally, Santa Claus, who we know and love today, the jolly fat man with the red coat and the right. white trimming, all Flying of reindeer. these things have accumulated up to this point. Uh-huh. And then our image, our iconic image of Santa Claus was thanks to an illustrator who was contracted by the Coca-Cola company <laughs> in 1931.
0: <laughs> and seen. There's Santa Claus. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. What a cool history. I think so, too. And slightly disappointing. A little bit. Uh, where's the magic? Yeah.
1: There's no magic? No. All right. Okay, so go ahead, Chuck. I, I've talked way too much for now.
0: Uh, I guess we should talk about trees a little bit. Yeah. Um, evergreen trees and garlands were used to uh, decorate symbols of eternal life by everyone from ancient Chinese to Hebrews and Egyptians. And European pagans even worship these trees. Yeah, remember we talked about the
1: Druids and the Uh uh, sexual proclivities?
0: Right. So fast forward a little bit, when Western Germans used fir trees to represent the Tree of Paradise in plays about Adam and Eve, Yeah, they decorated these trees with apples and wafers and stuff. And that, uh, got more and more popular until they were introduced in North America in the 17th century. Mm-hmm. And then people started decorating them with, uh, mistletoe and holly and stuff like that. And like you said, and they really took off thanks to Prince Albert and that engraving. Yeah, and, and Christmas lights, right. clearly, which were introduced in 1890, or yeah. in the 1890s. And also, as I understand it, gingerbread men. Yeah. That uh,
1: is based on a, a Saturnalia tradition from the ancient Romans, where they would eat human-shaped biscuits. Human-shaped biscuits. What? Yeah, think about it. that's what a yeah. gingerbread man is.
0: Yeah, I love ginger cookies. Do you like those? Yeah. Are you with us? Uh huh. Okay, good. I'm having trouble enunciating during this one. I know. It's strange, huh? So, Chuck, I think we've uh, reached the
1: uh, the big finish, the finale. I, was jesus
0: born on december 25th uh-huh. is
1: that what we're going to talk about and also do you want to pop in two quick facts yeah let's hear it so where is the, the word christmas come from uh it comes from mars it comes from an old english word or term christ's mass right right mm-hmm. um or put together christmas and do you know where xmas came from saturn no X was the uh, standard abbreviation, a capital X was the standard abbreviation to represent Christ. So oh, okay. really, it's not taking Christ out of Christmas when you say Xmas. It's oh, just really? an abbreviated version of christ
0: Did not know that, because a lot of people take offense when you write Xmas. I know, people get really riled up about this stuff. Yeah, they do. They just need to drink a little eggnog, right? Yeah, with rum. Right. <laughs> Delicious rum. So Josh, let's talk about December 25th, and was Jesus really born on December 25th?
1: There is a 1 in 365 <laughs> or 1 in 366 right. chance, depending on whether or not it was leap year, that right. he was born on December 25th.
0: Yeah, because the Bible doesn't say that Jesus was born on December 25th.
1: No, and one thing I learned from this wonderful article written by our colleague, Sarah Doughty, who hosts Stuff You Missed in History class, uh-huh. um, is that the early church didn't care much about the nativity, about Jesus being born There there was no celebration. It didn't pick up, like we said, until the 4th century uh, A.D., right? Right, right. So, yeah, there wasn't a lot of effort made to really date his birth early on.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's some clues, though, that it was probably not on December 25th. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the chapter of Luke, they say that the shepherds are keeping watch over their flock by night. Day and night. Well, no, it just says their flock by night in the Bible. Oh, whatever. Don't challenge me on the Bible, buddy. I know my Bible. But uh, this suggests that it uh, may have been actually in the spring, during spring lambing. Right. Because that is the only time of year where they uh, do keep watch day and night. Right. Otherwise, it's just during the day. So day and night. In that case, yes, Josh. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting on that.
1: So this one Bible scholar, his first name was Dionysus. I can't remember his last name. Uh, he calculated that, um, I think he was the one that calculated December 25th.
0: Yes, Josh. Chronographers, uh, here's another theory here that uh, chronographers reckon that the world was created on the spring equinox, and then four days later, on March 25th, light was created. Because mm-hmm. the earth was created, then God created light, according to the Bible in Genesis. Right. And since the existence of Jesus uh, signaled the beginning of a new era of Christianity, or creation, uh, the chronographers assumed that Jesus' conception would have fallen on March 25th, which nine months after that would be, bing, bing, December 25th. Right which would be his birthday. Yeah. There's a uh, a
1: modern Bible scholar who has gone a little broader trying to hammer out the actual year. Mm-hmm. And um, by his reckoning, thanks to um, the presence of Herod, King Herod was still alive. Yeah. He dated it back and figured out that he, Jesus was probably born in 4 BCE. Okay. 4 BC. Gotcha. So not too far off as far as the year goes. It's not bad. Uh, and again, we should remind people that this December 25th thing was largely an attempt to steal um, the winter solstice from the pagans to right. convert them over to Christianity. Right.
0: So no one knows when Jesus was born. Yeah. And, you know, we're not saying all this to poo-poo Christmas or the fact that Jesus may or may not have been born on December 25th. None of that matters. No. The origin doesn't matter. What matters is is that is the day that we celebrate it. And uh, all over the world, there are different tr- traditions. Some people open their gifts on Christmas Eve. Some people do Christmas Day. Some people don't do Christmas at all. Some people don't celebrate it at all. You even... know there's other religions out there. Oh, yeah, of course. Have you heard about these? Yeah, and and we're going to cover these at some other point, but this one is about Christmas. Yeah, um,
1: and if you think about it, from the, the true origins of Christmas, uh-huh. all of these disparate cultures being brought together and yeah. molded into this, Sure, you know, it was done uh, surreptitiously and a little uh, sneakily, Mm -hmm. but it it kind of reminds you, or at the very least, it explains how this whole season that's based around Christmas in the United States kind of touches everybody. Sure. So that's Christmas, Chuck. Do we have any listener mail today? Oh, yeah. If you want to know more about Christmas, you can type that in the handy search bar at HowStuffWorks.com. Uh, Which then, I guess, leads us to
0: Listener Mayo. Indeed, Josh. We have a couple of requests, which we don't often honor here on the show. Right. But we're going to this year. We love turning down people's requests. Because I feel bad for people that are born right around Christmas. Uh I do. Because that just stinks. So, uh, hey, Josh, Chuck, and Jerry. Chucker and Jerry. uh, I have a sad Christmas story, followed by a huge favor. My story starts almost 24 years ago, the day after Christmas, 26, 1985. That was the day my husband, Ian, was born. The unfortunate timing of his birth has caused a ton of bitterness over the years. With all the gloom that comes after the presents are open, we are faced with the fact that Christmas is gone for a whole year, and then it's his birthday. (laughs) What a letdown. Right. Uh, He absolutely hates his birthday as a result, and often refers to it as the most disappointing day of the year. That's awful. Uh, He is uh, constantly plagued by the yearly Christmas birthday present, of course having his birthday gifts wrapped in christmas paper just last year he received a birthday gift with a candy cane taped to the front of it it's awful uh and he's never even had a birthday party in his whole life because no one ever wants to go out the day after christmas he's a complete afterthought so here's my huge favor uh he is a huge fan of your you guys and i mean huge he watches your live video cast every week he must be a big fan then He watches the webcast. Yeah. And uh, listens to the podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. And he also does his best to spread the word of uh, stuff you should know to everyone, including me. So, by the way, now I'm hooked, is what she says. So I'm hoping you could make uh, this the best birthday ever from Ashley, the birthday fairy. (laughs) Ashley, we're going to give your husband a huge happy birthday here. Happy birthday, Ian. Happy birthday, Ian. We're sorry you were born on the 26th. Yeah. Glad you were born at all. That's what I say. But I'm sorry, dude. That stinks. And we're sending you like uh, a T-shirt or something. She wanted a signed T-shirt. but it With a candy cane tape to it. Yeah, we should totally do that. <laughs> yeah, we should. So, Ian, you got something coming your way, but it's not going to be there by the 26th. But happy birthday anyway, Ian. Josh, we have another one. Okay. This is from Karen. I just wanted to ask for a huge favor. My partner Tristan is a big fan of your show. In fact, thanks to you guys, he now has opinions on a range of subjects, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> He turns 30 on Christmas Eve, and that is today, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to make it a little special by surprising him with 30 gifts. And it would freak him out if he was listening to your podcast and you wished him a happy birthday. Could you help me out? That would be awesome. So, Tristan, today actually is your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tristan. Are you freaked out? 30 gifts. I know. 30 you at Lucky dawn. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully you're freaked out there in Australia, Tristan. It's Christmas Tristan. Eve, Tristan. We're talking
1: about you right now, Tristan.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Josh, beyond that, do you want to say a few words here? I do,
1: actually. I want to wish my darling five-foot, one-and-a-half-inch, half-Okinawan girlfriend, Yumi... Is that how tall she is? Uh-huh. Uh, happy birthday, too. Her birthday is December 30th, so she's one of those poor, afflicted people born around yeah. Christmas time.
0: Happy birthday, shortcake.
1: Yeah, happy birthday,
0: Yumi. Do you call her shortcake? I call her Sugarloaf. Mm, that's sweet. Yeah. So, Josh, here we are, close to the end of the year, and we'll go ahead and say our salutations here on Christmas Eve to everyone. Raise a toast of eggnog. Stuff you should know, Army. Yeah. We're proud of you guys. We're proud of each other. Jerry, we had a great year. It's been awesome. Great response. It has been a really big year, hasn't it? It has. It's been yeah. huge. Awesome, and we, we feel great about it, and we feel uh, awesome about the stuff you should know, Army coming together and being so involved and donating Agreed. to Kiva, and tens of thousands of dollars yeah, donated so to Kiva. Really cool. That's good stuff. As Josh says on the Kiva thing, what the finest people that have never met. That's close. That's what I feel like we are. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks to all of you out there in S Y S K land. We hope that your sugar plum dreams are uh, all fulfilled yes, that you're all tucked in tight in your warm beds with somebody you love and who loves you and we'll see you in 2010 after two more episodes and we will see to it that we keep you as informed and entertained in 2010 as we did in
0: 2009 we ain't going nowhere exactly um happy holidays is, is that it is that how we're going to end this is that heartfelt enough yep